Lawson Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woohoo! <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? Hello, it's me, Kai Humphreys, a.k.a. Muggins, and I'm here with Daniel Sloss, a.k.a. The Pincer. I mean... Robin Hood, Pincer Thieves. No, I mean, you can try and turn this around. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, no, it was a desperate stretch. It was a desperate Matty's stretch. the Pincer. Well, you're the Pincer, but uh, you passed on to Matty, because the way Kai Humphreys' logic works is... Oh, it? he'll go again. <laughs> I mean, you did start... Boring. It. You started it, you can't clear it for me. <laughs> I'm doing a bit. <laughs> Welcome to the quiet podcast because we're on a boat. We're on a boat. We don't always wake the fishes. Boats and bros. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's the nice thing you've ever said. It was my bro. Well, no, Miller. I was calling you my sister, but she's dead. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Huh? Uh, I don't miss her that much. <laughs> Start that the podcast started. And that, we're not even high for this one. <laughs> no, but, but I tell you, I tell you what, my favorite. I'm high on life. I don't need drugs. Oh fucking! Kill That's yourself. a part of Muggle Corner, isn't it? I've seen. Have we put, have we put that in Muggle Corner or not? No, it should be though. It should be. Fucking. See, cunts that are high on life. I'm high on if, life. If you're high on life, could you please get high on heroin and then <laughs> fucking die? And I mean that since anyone that's high on life can. F- it's. I remember very vividly. Right? So it's to me like your sister was high on life. <laughs> and heroin, so we killed her. <laughs> oh no, I'll say that first. Hey, the one thing I love like about the high podcast we do is every time we do a high podcast, my mother messages me the next day and goes, I didn't do this. And I'm like, what are you referencing? And she's like, on the podcast yesterday, you say I do this. And I'm like, mum, one, I don't listen back to the podcast. Two, I'm high. I'm barely in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. There, there is a lot of times, actually, where people mention things we've said in the podcast now. And they're like, I'm like, why? Did I, did I say that? It's, it's the, it's in the, public? It's the problem in the world we live in. Is You know what's happened now, which really sucks the world? People hold you accountable to things you said. <laughs> like, I say so much. Like, we, we live in a world now where, for some reason, apparently everything that comes out of your mouth, you've got to believe 100% sincerely and you've got to stand by the rest of your life. You're like, man, sometimes I have opinions just to piss off people. <laughs> like, sometimes I just say things because they pop into my head and I'm not even sure of their opinion. I'm just like, all right, that sounds right. I'll say that now. And then in three years' time, people are like, but you said this. I'm like, I. And sometimes I tell stories completely differently depending on the audience. I much like the pincer story. What? Like you just make it up depending on who you want the audience to hear and what's what narrative you want to pitch. Because has Matty hired you? No, I'm just like, just to fill everybody in that doesn't listen regularly to the podcast. Me, me mate Matty. Um, allegedly, he, allegedly is me mate. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Matty pinched a titty. Like, you were, the girl um, gave, gave me and him permission to feel a boob each. This was, like, back when early 20s. The 90s. Nearly 100 years ago. <laughs> we're, we're vampires, is what I'm trying to tell you. Um, yeah, well, so I had done the, the natural grab palm 
Wash, open palm. Open palm. Open palm grab of a titty. Grab of a titty. Like a full, like we want to do when you grab a titty. You want to get the nipple, not necessarily in the centre of the palm. But just on your lifeline. All right, but you, you, <laughs> That's muggle shit now and then. Oh. <laughs> Read your palms. But you, you want to make sure, like, you don't want to neglect any of the titty. Mm-mm. You don't, ever. All the titty's good. Like, obviously, the nipple's a good bit, but you don't want, like... But when there's a bra on a top right, one. But if there's no titty, it's just a bloke nipple, isn't it? But you, know, you wouldn't even pin the nipple even if you were like, ooh, that's the best bit. You wouldn't be like picking it like a cherry off a tree. <laughs> do, you, do you never try and tune into radio stations? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm listening to a police scanner. <laughs> trying to monitor police activity so I can do vigilante fucking crime fighting. Oh, yeah, it turns out I'm doing one of the crimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've, they've called a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that when Lester died in oh. <laughs> oh man our whatsapp joke our whatsapp group has because I, I mean that's a fuck, I don't mean it I don't need to put caveats on this on our podcast it's a fucking tragedy what happened but in a close man group, the guy was a fucking dude the guy uh, cared about the community he took Lester to one of the most I would say I mean the they, they, he achieved the impossible he achieved the club. cut out briefly there he took Lester it made them achieve a po- an impossible dream we should not have to put caveats when we make jokes about things but unfortunately we live in a world now where people think that when you make jokes about something that you're not taking it seriously which I would argue is categorically not true when you make jokes about something it's to it's like bleeding a radiator right you've just got to if you just let all that fucking sadness and all that fucking hatred of what's unfair in the world and the unfairness of mortality build up inside you you're going to unleash it in a bad way. What jokes are is they're just little moments of fucking respite. Just relief. Just like, you, you disconnect yourself from the reality of it. For a bit, you, you're still you, taking you it turn, You turn something that's a very real life thing into a bit in that, you, you, that you hang jokes to because it's a formula. It provides you with a formula to tell jokes. Uh, it's and, something that you can all join in on. And it doesn't take away from the fact that you're human. No. And because, the, because eventually, the thing is, is unlike grief, I would say that jokes a lot of the time run out, right? It's not like, if you and I are grieving, it's not like if we grieve for five minutes, we're like, well, all our grief's over. My dad just died, but I grieved about it for five minutes. Now I can go back to being Yeah, happy. that's something that you just live with. Yeah, I think it's the opposite. It's you go, I'm going to joke about it for five minutes and I will run out of jokes because you know what? It's only only certain bits. Are, it's not and continuously if funny. And if so, you're in a closed WhatsApp group with close friends... Then you can do them jokes without the judgment of others. Yeah. So it was funny when we were talking about fucking hell. Have you seen what happened at Leicester? And then someone posted a news story and said Casper Schmeichel was the first person to turn up at the scene. And I was like, and even he couldn't save him. <laughs> it's a fucking funny joke. It's a funny joke. <laughs> but, it's... but if you were to tweet that, if you were oh, to... Oh, nah, nah. Then talk about it on a podcast. Oh, man. Well, no, I mean, podcast stations go, but yeah, out of context, and the thing is always out of context, they go, out of context is br- brutal. And you go, everything out of context is brutal. Like, one of the jokes I made was like, look, the guy was one of the, I would argue he's one of the best managers that's ever been in the fight of what he The owner. The owner, yeah. One of the ones that, what he did to the community and what he did for Leicester. And obviously, he's got a lot of big fans, and it's very ironic that he was killed by one. (laughs) (laughs) Because the helicopter propeller is essentially a big fan. And and don't get me wrong, if you... You're given a formula. Like, manager of a club, helicopter... Big fan. uh, And and they're the components that you can deal with. And yes, when you think about it, reality, what's happening 
it's fucking horrendous. But when you think about it, these are the components for the formula of a joke. Which is why there's always a spate, like when fucking Michael Jackson died. There's a spate of jokes oh, based on the formula of the way he lived and, his life. And, and people get upset because if you were to take the two jokes we've just did there and you were to just print them a fucking out, you go, that's not funny. You go, of course that's not funny. Because those jokes we did there aren't... Well, funny because they the, were in the, the fire hadn't been put out. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was fucking... But if you sit... Those are funny when they're flippant comments. Like, you have to... The amount of times jokes, they go, let's analyse this. Like, why are you analysing? a flippant comment I made I made a flippant comment and you know what sometimes I absolutely misjudge it but when you scrutinise it of course it's not funny because you're scrutinising the joke I made in two seconds you're scrutinising it for three weeks like of course you're gonna fucking find holes yeah. in it like it makes no sense to be like so what did you mean by that well I just meant that helicopters have big fans and that's a play on the word fan uh, and it was killed by a big helicopter look it wasn't oh, worth know, it I wish I hadn't aye, spoke aye, you know what now that you've fucking dissected it yeah you know what it's not that funny but it's your fault for dissecting that like I don't have to explain my fucking jokes to you what should happen is if I make a joke you either don't laugh at it or you do laugh at it now if you do laugh at it we move on to the next joke and we keep the panic going or normally if you're a decent person you don't laugh at the joke I see you not laughing at the joke and I'm like you know what we can't be friends. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm just like, too close to home for you, not your type of humour. But there's a third type of cunt, and this type of cunt... Self-righteous. Self-righteous cunt. They hear that joke, they go, I didn't like that. You know what? Have, now I'm sat, Have some respect, I'm, I'm, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make you feel bad. I'm sat... No, no. I'm sat in a group where I was the only person that didn't enjoy that joke, but three people did. I bet there are more people like me who also wouldn't enjoy that joke. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make this private joke public and make sure that people who don't know these other people also don't. I'm right. Lots of people don't enjoy this joke. And from the bottom of my heart, and this might sound like a joke, but I mean it, kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Like you're not, you're not made for this world if you can't yeah. take this shit on the chin. Because like I, th- I feel like everybody, the- everybody's in WhatsApp groups that if leaked would destroy them. Because there's enough muggle, self righteous, fucking cunts that would get all lardy da about yeah banter. Oh, that would just be like, oh my god, I can't believe he said that. I can't believe that's his opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, hang him. You should be ha- like hanged. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it's like the, the world should just be a place where we can. Breathe freely. Uh, fucking, I, I remember when uh, fucking Jean's dad died. I think one of the first comments I made to her was, you can't spell, you can't spell dead without dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then she cried in a room for like three hours. And I'm like a bitch. Fucking I'm hell. Like, I'm like, like Jean, why are you making your dead dad all about you? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, that's what I've enjoyed about this podcast actually this week because I, I mean even though the last few episodes it does sound like we've edited shit out because we brand new Mac sucks yeah because that's the weird thing and the it thing, cuts off every the, time the, the fucking thing, software updates do you the, the thing about Macs is they're not real computers and they're, and they're not good and they, they're more expensive than actual hardware and there's literally no positive to them but keep saying what you were saying. So what I was saying is uh, we, we haven't had to cut anything out, but I always feel like there's things that we say, like today, where you expect repercussions. Aye. You expect repercussions and you're like, oh, have we really, because there's 4,000 people listening now, we've filtered it out to 4,000 people who are sound. It's oh, all it done. I think it oh, we've got 4,000 sound cunts. Because that's, that's rare, right? What? Normally if there's 4,000 people, there'll be about three sound cunts. Aye. Yeah. 
Yeah, but the thing I enjoy from it, like I, the thing I enjoy about a lot of our listeners is I, the messages that I am able to fucking read on uh, Twitter and Instagram, is a lot of them are just like uh, they'll correct us. They'll be like, "I didn't find that bit funny," or "I think you were ignorant there." But and everybody puts a caveat. I know I'm a muggle for getting in touch to correct you. No, no, <laughs> no, but, but that's but that's the best way to do that, right? The, the people who are having if if look if I do a joke which I have done and I will continue to do that upsets people accidentally, the people who are genuinely upset by it will come up to me and they'll go, "Here's why what you said upset me. I just think you were ignorant in this places," and I'll be like, "I am ignorant." And they'll, they're the types of people that'll go, right, allow me to explain why what you said was hurtful. And then I get to get into a debate with them. One that I'll inevitably lose because they've got more experience than me. But I'm going to learn from that. Those are the, those are, if you're offended by a joke and that's your reaction, I have no problem with you. Please explain my yeah. ignorance. Somebody but actually got touch out. If, if you're the type of fucking cunt, right, that you're not willing to have a discussion with me, you're not willing to come to the source, right? What you want to do is go public trial immediately. Public trial. I want strangers that don't know you, that don't know me, to rein in on this 30-second bit of conversation. And again, I'm not joking. Kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think that's joke, that joke is offensive, then remember, it's not a joke. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Kill yourself. Fucking just... You, you, like, your mates don't like you. Every time they make a joke, they look at the side of their eye towards you and they're like, ah, oh, fucking... Keith's here. We were talking today, because um, we're in Croatia right now, we're in Rijeka, and we're talking to, um, we're, uh, originally about the World Cup where the, um, was it somebody, the Swiss footballer, done like a hand gesture with an eagle with two heads? Yes. To, um, to uh, Shakiri. Uh, try and offend Serbians, was he from Kosovo? Uh, anyway, hand gesture hurt somebody's feelings, hurt a whole group of people's feelings. And we got to talking like, how can a hand gesture hurt you? <laughs> like, well, this is when I will come in. Make your point first. Well, I just don't like... I might be in a position of privilege where there is no hand gesture that yeah. can get around. Like, you know, even if someone stuck their middle finger up with us, yeah. right? I'm like, that guy just stuck his middle ah, finger up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Like, I think that, that, that I think, you, Like, you know, say if there's a fucking gang saying that was like, fuck Blythe. Aye. Right? Like... And somebody did that. I'd be like, he just said fuck Blythe. <laughs> like, I love, like, I love my hometown. Right. But if somebody done some disrespectful hand gesture that suggested that Cromlington was better, I'd just be like, oh, that's his. That's what he does with his hands. Oh. <laughs> like, can you get fucked off by a hand gesture? Well, I, I get your point, but I do think you touched on it when you said it comes from a place of privilege, right? Which is like, uh, and this is, I am going to go to an extreme here, but that's in order to prove how we think the message. Are you going to do? the Heil Hitler yeah like if I was a fucking Jew right uh, sorry I didn't mean to say it, a fucking Jew <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is way more offensive than any hand gesture you could throw but the, thing is, the thing is I would, but I say fucking in front of it there's a problem <laughs> I say fucking I've, I've noticed it in my stand up I'll say fucking kids because I say fucking before most nouns yeah. and sometimes I'll say fucking kids and the audience will laugh and I'll be like no, like not like not the verb. 
like I'm not fucking like, that was uh, when uh, did, did I tell you this about when I was at uh, Liverpool I'd done a gig you know somebody shouted to Geordie Cunt from the back so I, like, I had a bit of a back and forth of them and dealt with it and, uh, put right. it down. but then every time I referred to myself about something about being ginger I'd go oh, I'm a ginger cunt right. like, and I always like, make it aggressive and then there's a bit where I went uh, up, up in Scotland I'm practically Mexican which is one of them and then I just looked at him and went a Mexican cunt I was like oh my god that's so fucking so offensive much, yeah, <laughs> when you put cunt after nationality right. especially one that's like dealing with shit as a man who puts the word fucking before everything I've just said fucking Jews and that can be taken out of context and all it is is me saying fucking Jews but if Irish Shafir is listening to this I mean it <laughs> from the bottom of my heart kill right. yourself <laughs> but if Irish Shafir is not listening to this I love my Jewish fans <laughs> but I think like if you it, like if, for us as symbols of fucking repression won't affect us because we've never been repressed I think if if you're a Jew and you see a Sikh Hal salute Absolutely, I understand why that's an offensive gesture because, well, I mean, the Holocaust yeah. and whatnot. What Holocaust? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, yeah, I think a lot of this, again, as with most of this podcast, a lot of this is uh, fucking, you know, steeped in privilege. But that's the other thing about privilege is... I mean, can, we, can we make a hand saying that we're offended by? You know um, the one where you put your hands together, palms face each other, mm. and then you put your middle fingers down, and mm. then you twist your hands around mm. so it does like a, a top willy and a bottom willy. Aye. They're the size of willies, right? And then, um, <laughs> and then you wiggle. We're both doing it, by the way. We're Aye. both doing the Aye. hand wiggling. Can you join in at home? Right. Join at so home. You put palms together, palms and together. then you put your uh, sweaty fingers either side of each other, and you twist your palms around, and then mm. you flick them both out. That's now the international symbol for muggle. Uh, that's uh, that's how that's how <laughs> yes you muggle yeah, that's, that's that's the, the muggle that's the, so now if if anyone's ever talking to you and just been a real fucking muggle during conversation just, just flip, do, flip, you the, flip it around and just go you're a fucking muggle right that one that's the new muggle right. hand symbol right um, and use it to offend people and the and, second one of you starts being like you know what just one of the best things I find about uh you know, the energy that you get from the world. Just keep letting them talking, but while they're talking, just spin them around and just go... Just start doing that. Just go, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Oh, I... While you're wiggling uh, your fingers. Uh, this is me fingering both your mama and your dad, your fucking mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's double-ended dildo. Speaking of which, because we need to make this a shorter podcast because we're up in six hours. And also, like, I'm really conscious that people can hear us through yeah. these walls. Uh, um, should we move on uh, to Muggle Corner? We should, um... Yeah, go on. Oh, in fact, before we do Muggle Corner, uh, what I will say is this is us at the end of the uh, European tour. We've just done our last gig. Done the last gig in Rijeka. Uh, Netflix has been a joyous, joyous thing to happen because this is, I mean... You know what's nice about it? It's, uh, so we've got promoters at every area that we do, like in Croatia, yeah. Nino and Natasha have been looking after us for the last two gigs. Um, they work so hard to get the gigs full and they have done for the last five years. And it's just made their job a bit easier. Yeah, it's been their, nice. Their job is now, people are emailing them saying, oh, we've been to all five gigs and we haven't got tickets yet. Can we get it? And they've had to deal with a lot of like people trying to get in when there's no seats left. Yeah. And that's a fucking luxury. 
Yeah. That's the biggest stress they have now. Whereas the stress used to be, shit, it's a week away, we've there's got, you know, 90 tickets sold, we're yeah. a 300 seat venue, we've got to somehow shift as many tickets. And they fucking pull it out of the bag every year, they do it. But this year, they're two weeks before the gig and it's sold out in 500. Yeah. So next year, the, yeah, the next year the European tour will be bigger. We know there were people in Lebyana and other cities that couldn't get tickets. To the people that drove from other countries. To yeah, somebody country. drove to from their Kaunas from... The Ukraine. The Ukraine, which was like an 11 hour drive to come fucking see the show. And That's uh, a horrible noise. Yeah, so we'll pause while that noise is happening. Yeah. Alright, so if you, if you drove to see us, thank you very much. Uh, the other thing is. We didn't do an Italy gig, and people from Italy come to gigs all over the tour. Yeah, so we'll try and get Italy added next year. Uh, the other thing, to the. Uh, I wish I could remember the names, but I'm a bad person. Uh, in Zagreb, we did an escape room. Oh yeah, um, so the name that uh, on the Facebook messages was Ada, but I'm sure she said she was called Jasmine. Yeah, uh, we did. It, if you've not listened to the podcast, me and Kai love escape rooms. We think they're absolutely muggly, and we'll go in Muggle Corner every time we do. I one, don't know if they I'm, are. You know, I'd fight that if you try to put that in Muggle Corner. Yeah, yeah I think they're really fun. But okay, here's you, here's why I would argue it's muggly. I would argue ninety percent of people that do them are muggles. Yeah, uh-huh. and that's why it's muggly. Muggles do it. Yeah, right. So therefore, people it's with muggle trades do it. But I think it's um, it's it's problem solving. It's like yeah, yeah, using parts of your brain that you don't exercise so much. Maybe you do in day to day life, but you get to do it intensely for an hour. And the teamwork skills and everything. It's like you you immerse yourself in it to a point that like. It's like the way I used to enjoy playing football is whatever problem like when I was when I played Sunday League, I was fucking working in factories or whatever, I had money worries, right. I, I worked at the sports centre, I just got a mortgage. I had fucking shit that was weighing heavy on my shoulders. But when I'm on the pitch, I'm fucking I'm you're just in... playing football. Right. right. When you're in an escape room, you can't be anywhere else but there. Right. Your mind isn't on anything. You're not like you know how sometimes even if you're like bored or hovering around, you're grabbing your phone and shit, looking at a text message, There's scrolling no Facebook. Way you're on you it. are fucking active on a, at a high pace, your brain is working at a high pace for a full hour. Yeah. And I think it's a fucking real immersive activity. But you can't switch off from it after. It's like it's like Coke. It, it's uh, it's like it's like coke in the sense that after you've done it for an hour afterwards you're like I'm I'm real highly engaged right now I just need to fucking talk to people I want to open a restaurant <laughs> <laughs> got big plans for this city <laughs> um, so I, I come into my hotel room afterwards and I was like right room 930 what can 930 be oh there's a thermostat with numbers on 930 de- <laughs> 930 dentist <laughs> that's 230 um so yeah, to the guys that gave us the escape room in Zagreb uh, was one of the best escape rooms we've ever done. And we introduced that in uh, the promoters of the gig, Nino yeah. and Natasha, and who like they did like like we said with cocaine, you come up and you've got like big ideas. I'm going to start a restaurant. They come up and they're like, oh, my, my cousin's got a, a, a house in the country, and let's make an all day escape room right. where he can come along for like a full like a full thing. Imagine that nine hour escape the country house. Alright, people are, uh, yeah, escape rooms, but uh, to everyone that came to the gigs in Europe, it's been the best European tour we've had, thank you to everyone that's come, uh, we're starting the UK tour next week, there's only Spe- like... Special thanks to everybody that brought us weed, and extra special thanks to Mo and friends, yep. and, uh, who forgot, we forgot to shout out uh, from the 
Vienna gig yeah. who bring the homemade yeah, strand yeah. of Slus Express. And the only uh, UK do- d- dates that we know aren't sold out yet are uh, Sterling, uh, Dunfermline, and another one. Fucking go my website. Uh, but yeah, thanks everyone's come. It's been real good. And um, fuck it, let's move on to Muggle Corner. Have you got one? Yes, um, I got like uh, plagiarized Facebook statuses uh, because you sometimes see a status that you like. And you're like, oh, that's fucking really funny. But then you'll see it again by someone else. And you're like, somebody somebody nailed it, but I don't even know if the first person that I liked it from was the stealing patient jokes. zero. Um, but it's like, stealing jokes is like a, a crime amongst comedians, but amongst the general public. It's a crime against humanity. It's just, it's just like, you're being funny, but not with your thing. And it's right. like, uh, so the, the example is that I, I, I fucking, I died laughing when I saw it. There was um, some like Instagram model put like a seductive photo with what you're thinking. And somebody replied about well, this really funny thing about um, if, you, if you had twins and one was born at one minute uh, one and then the clocks went back. And then the other one was born at three minutes past one, but then it was three minutes past midnight. And uh, you get the gist. One of the twins is now younger by an hour, but it's actually technically older by yeah. two minutes, right? And, and that was funny in the response to what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? And I thought it was great. And then just earlier today, I saw that as a, just a Facebook status of someone. And I was like, oh, but what if the person who initially responded wasn't that person? Why yeah. does people have to go, oh, that's funny, having that. Yeah, and not, not like crediting the source. Yeah, that's just, my thought. I thought this. Uh-huh. And like just trying to get away with it. Just trying to like pass pass it off as their own and get credit for it. It's like it's kind of desperate. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's you're adopting so don't get me wrong, I'm absolutely someone that, you know, I'll fucking repeat jokes but every time I repeat a joke from another car my car oh yeah doing it like you're doing a fucking university yeah. essay and you've got like the annex of yeah the, of, yeah, like, yeah yeah you'll just do the little fucking little star sign beside my jokes being like this here's my sources here's where I fucking got this from yeah but we're disciplined to do that because I think the worst ones because the worst it, ones and this is another type of person right where from the bottom of my heart I mean kill yourself is uh, fucking Facebook comments where it's like uh, or the the copy and paste one where it's like, oh, uh, hey, it's 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 nice to be here. Here's my favorite number one two six nine eight. Hey, you read that wrong. There was no six in that one. You read it again. Oh, you just read it again. There is a six in it. Oh, I lied to you. Uh, I just made you read that again. I want my like. If you've ever reposted that, don't have kids. And the way to not have kids is to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, there's also people just being like, and people are just trying to be fucking woke, being like, oh, hey, my, you know, I'm offended. Even the fucking woke ones are the fucking one where it's like, oh, I was offended by this joke. I'm a vegan, transgender, but I identified as a, a Scorpio mouse during the Jupiter moon, blah, 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 where they do this whole thing. And it's like, that's copy and pasted. Yeah. You're only doing that to get fucking likes. And don't get me wrong, you're allowed to post something and go, hey, I found this funny. Posting something saying, hey, I found this funny is great. Dude, there's a that's share what button. My, that's what my career the is. share button's right there. My career, our career is, hey, I found this funny and this is where it came from. There's nothing wrong with something finding something funny and sharing with it. What there is a problem is, is passing it off as your own, you yeah. un-unique bag of fucking shit. Uh, I, I don't know. And all. if you do that, Kill you. 
in, um, in that, that set about the status as well. Our, our uh, good friend Tom Horton today. Oh, this, this is, I think this is noteworthy. Tom didn't um, Tom didn't discuss it any. He's further. not. He's, he's gone into hiding. He's probably gone into hiding, hasn't he? Um, and he's going to get a hiding as well. <laughs> <laughs> we were having a conversation again in a WhatsApp group, which was about. Um, when I guess, I guess I can't remember when I brought it on but I guess it was called a muggly if like somebody corrects your form in the gym yeah. and Elliot had been like on about correcting someone's form yeah, like if, you, if yeah if you're in the gym and somebody comes up to you and goes hey I noticed you were doing the gym stuff there do you mind if I uh, give you some notes it's like well no you're not a personal trainer so why don't you fuck off and die how <laughs> about that for a so that that was a discussion that was had and Elliot was the one making the observations and then Tom Horton put a tweet up <laughs> saying, there's, there's, there's nothing, nothing more, more emasculating spelled wrong e- emasculating um, about than somebody coming up cracking your form in the gym <laughs> like that is the most shameless oh, shit shameless just stealing someone else's thought and passing <laughs> it off as your own Elliot didn't even find it funny enough to put online himself <laughs> <laughs> he just popped it into a closed group while conversation was flowing no. <laughs> and someone just went having that <laughs> Look, there's nothing, you know. That wasn't that wasn't even muggly of Tom. That was just heinous. theft. That was just downright copyright breach. But if you're stealing fucking jokes off Elliot Steele, seriously, oh, I get kill the, I get... <laughs> <laughs> Right, my muggle corner comes from Twitter, from uh, the most Spanish-sounding Scottish name I've ever heard, Louis McLeckland. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that one more time. I'll say that one more time. His name is Louis McLeckland. <laughs> is that like Jean Val McElroy? <laughs> um, so Louis, Louis McLeckland uh, is absolutely spot on with this. Muggles apologise after swearing. Now we've spoken uh, about swearing a bunch in the past couple of podcasts, so I'm not getting into too much. But if you're offended by swearing, I honestly believe you are the lowest form of human being. The lowest form of human being. Like, you're... It's, like, it's equivalent. You know, it's the difference between, you know, when they come up to you with a hot plate in a fucking Mexican place and it's sizzling and they go, that's a hot plate. And you're like, fucking hell, that is a hot plate. And the difference between warming up breast milk in the microwave and checking on your arm being like, oh, that's also hot. There are two different types of hot. Right? <laughs> if you're offended by swearing, yeah. right? If not only are you offended by swearing, right? If you apologize for swearing, here's what I can deduce about you as a person. Both of your parents are shit. Everyone in your family is shit. Most people in your life are shit. And if all of you died, I wouldn't blink. Right? And they, they would have heard that sentence and went, not oh my god he said everybody in my family sucks they'd be like oh my god did you hear how many times that boy said shit oh (laughs) you know what the worst thing is people that don't like swearing are usually like like and I just said the shit but horrendous people like you know if you think they're like really pious people in the olden days that like would happily give a child the cane hit a child with a stick for For swearing swearing. you're like whoa he just swore you hit a kid with a stick. Aye. You just absolutely. Right, like it's, it's the same thing with like people who go. The people who are most offended when you take the Lord's name in vain are the same one that thinks all gays need to die, all Muslims are fucking evil. Good people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just anyone who is that level of 
just been like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put myself so much hot. My gran always said to me, she was like, you know, swearing shows a lack of vocabulary. I'm like, does it fuck cunt? It I gives used, extra I'm like, I use 10 more words than you do, you nope. fucking moron. <laughs> like, in what, like, to be offended by swearing is the, and it, to me, it is one of the lowest forms of intellect. Of humanity. Of humanity. To be offended. It's the only time I've ever felt like an actual wizard, right? I can say a word that makes you freak out. However, I'm still in the camp that, like, there's words that have got, like, a historical... Oh, like the N-word. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And faggot. Like, that's like a pile of sticks you would throw on a fire to burn and that's how they would treat gay yes, people those, yes. so they, they've got like a historical but thing those, where if you're using them towards the people yes yes, they, yes, they're, yes then, yeah. then that's fucked up but like, I, I, it's, yeah, like, yeah, it's not the word that you're saying it's your intent and the way that you feel and the way that you think that's fucked up not the word yeah. the word is actually just a verbal representation of how much of a fucking cock you are yeah. right so if somebody says one of them words oh no the word doesn't but, hurt but, but, but I'll just go oh you're a bellend but those people are never the but those people are never the ones that you know with the people that are offended by swearing it's not as if I go you're a fucking cunt they're never the go don't swear when they'll say don't swear, it's I've been like, so I was hanging out with met this guy and he turned to be a fucking racist and they'll go, Oh, don't swear. I'm like, he was a fucking racist. Yeah. I'll fucking swear to him all a fucking The cunt was a racist. He deserves every bad word in my fucking vocabulary. And from the bottom of my heart, I hope he kills himself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh however, however, I'm in Muggle Corner. Oh, yeah, because you do it around Natalie's fucking parents, don't you? Like a a little house-trained bitch. At the wedding, uh, I I swore during my uh, groom speech Mm. and then apologised to Natalie's mum for swearing. Fucking straight in the corner. I'm in the the corner. You are in the corner. But, I mean, not as much as Natalie's mum should be in the corner. (laughs) And you know what? You know what? To be honest with you, I'm also in the corner. My grandparents on my mum's side, who I love incredibly dearly I love both my grandparents grandparents on my mum's side they're just old fashioned and yeah. uh, you know different fucking generation and I'll absolutely respect that but they still come to my shows and they still listen to everything and they never complain about it so they've seen me say fuck shit mm. can't bugger all this other stuff they've seen me talk about paedophilia and rape and fucking death and all this stuff they've seen me make jokes about their dead granddaughter but still in conversation if I ever swear in front of my grandparents I'm like Sorry, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, uh, look, that's uh, Louis McLechlin. Is uh, Muggles do apologise uh, for swearing? I think we're both in the corner for that. Yeah, uh, but right. it's like I think it's been grandfathered out because like he would like my, my granddad Pete, who's like, like you know what? When I think back, he probably wouldn't have been that bothered. Right. But I would never have sworn in front of him because like. He's, he's from an era of the gentleman. Aye. You know what I mean? Like, he probably swore like a fucking trooper when he was a on trooper. the RF station, when he was a trooper. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when he was, uh, like, people he served with, he was probably Aye. swearing loads, but then when he's around his family, Aye. he he uses he operates decorum. Aye. He, he represents himself in a particular manner that he would expect me to represent myself Aye. in when I'm not on the battlefield right, <laughs> right. Which, yeah so, yeah. So but it is a generation that's dying out and it's good that they're dying out because they all voted for Brexit so uh, right dad jokes we're gonna we're gonna cut it this short yeah man it's fucking it's, 1.30 we're up in fucking six hours of course we are
Uh, I'm going to see my wife tomorrow. It's kind of good, isn't it? I'm right here. <laughs> uh, your dad says, Dad, watch this every time he masturbates. <laughs> your granddad. Aye. No, no, to, to your granddad. <laughs> Unless my granddad's your dad's dad. Same guy. <laughs> your dad got his bottom teeth removed so he could suck his own chin. <laughs> You were taught to respect women by your dad. Every time your mum beat the shit out of him, you were like, fuck, women are hard as nails. <laughs> yeah. Did he say that correctly? When uh, your dad beat the shit out of them. Your when mom, your mum beat the shit out of your head, yeah, yeah. Your dad marked himself safe on Facebook after the Manchester bombings, even though he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he was bleeding out by the merch stand. <laughs> Your dad lights incense and holds it in his teeth like he's a hippie farmer. <laughs> <laughs> On his rocking chair. <laughs> ah, storms are coming. <laughs> Your dad pulls his own hair during sex. It's <laughs> <laughs> to stop him chewing through your mum's fanny. <laughs> your dad tuts when he comes. Oh, this again. <laughs> well, maybe he didn't like a swearing. Maybe he really liked the swearing. <laughs> Your, your dad thinks all disabled people should be deported. <laughs> in chance, there's no spack in the Union Jack. <laughs> uh, Josie's death hit him hard. <laughs> your dad invented Heelys for your butt so that it was easier to wipe his arse on carpets. <laughs> When your mum gets a oh, is this? That's so good. Uh, when your mum gets a dildo out, your dad always panics and shouts Expelliarmus. <laughs> your dad's favourite comedian is Eliza Schlesinger, and he loves the two voices she does and calls it range. <laughs> <laughs> your dad back answered a policeman, and the policeman, <laughs> the policeman, put him in the Boston crab until backup arrived. <laughs> Your dad got a piercing in his tongue, but it was a spacer, and now he can't eat soup. (laughs) (laughs) Your dad does one for you, one for me, when he's feeding the pony. (laughs) (laughs) Your dad ties his shoes with his teeth. (laughs) (laughs) He puts it in his mouth. Like it's a fucking cherry stick. Or oh, the whole shoe. <laughs> <laughs> he puts the whole shoe in and just makes a face for about a minute. Uh, <laughs> and just blah, pops it out. Worst thing is they're Velcro. <laughs> and it's still on his foot. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad gives brutal feedback during sex. <laughs> during. This is brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad sucks. No, no, no. Feedback like a mic. <laughs> <laughs> like when you put the microphone in front of the speaker. Every time your mum puts his dick in the he's like... <laughs> your dad sucks his thumb like a rude boy. <laughs> your, your dad was the hall monitor in school. Unofficially, he took it upon himself. <laughs> Done. I'm not... Your dad goes conga picking out of season <laughs> and just settles for bits of dog shit that he finds and tries to thread string through those instead. 
<laughs> Your dad says quick maths after he tells people how many kids he's got. <laughs> <laughs> And he still gets it wrong. <laughs> I guess he still thinks there's four. <laughs> Horrendous. Three. Right, should we just, like, just keep talking for another half hour? Just give them a bit of bang for the buck. Wait, no, stop kissing us, Danny. Stop kissing, <laughs> stop kissing us. These are all from Matty. <laughs> <laughs> He said this. He said he said the start of the last podcast was his favorite. So I'm going to try and make this. He did, didn't the, he? And this, I'm going to try and make the end of this podcast his favorite. Oh, kiss, kiss the pincer. <laughs> I'm not kissing you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait, we're just trying to drag this out oh, now. Bye, bye. bye guys.